spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Friday, baby. Hey, what are you having for dinner tonight? Tamales? Uh, you know what? Oddly enough, we are having Mexican food. We is do that every right? Friday night. We have, we have family movie night and have some tamales. Where are you going to buy the tamales from? Uh, are you going to buy it from someone who made it in their I can't. kitchen? I can't. You can't? No. No, Why because not? the governor hates. Okay. Governor's full. We, we've known that for a while, though. We've uh, known that. You know, that's just terrible. That's, uh, that's something I can't stress enough. The xenophobia that comes mm. out of our governor. Mm. <laughs> so it's uh, kind of uh, a silly bill that was vetoed by the governor. Basically, what the bill said is, and Republicans and Democrats in the legislature actually liked it. And they said, this is a good deal. Um, if you want to make food from your kitchen at home... You are now really allowed, you're allowed to do it. Yes. And you can sell it. And a lot of people do that. I know some people who make cookies, right? And then they box it up and then they'll sell it to you. I have friends who do that all the time. They're the greatest things ever. And so, you know, there are people out there that maybe they're making, we're just giving an example, tamales. Tamales. And then you know what they do? They sell it to people and people eat it and it's wonderful. And so the legislature wanted to make that, I guess, legal. They wanted to make a bill that said you can go ahead and do this. And the governor vetoed it. And because said, of the hatred that she no. has for tamale makers. <laughs> I've known that, know that for a long time. It. She does not like your abuelata. So, <laughs> so I don't know. It's, it became this thing called the tamale bill. So what would be, what was wrong? Why didn't the governor just sign it? In all honesty, I know we're joking a little bit. Uh, why not sign it? Because here's the thing. <laughs> If you did sign it, it wouldn't change anything. If no. you're making tamales in your kitchen yesterday, you're still making tamales in your kitchen and selling it and making a couple bucks on the side. Same with my example of the cookies. I don't know why she didn't sign it. I would like to know, but I would like to know a lot of reasons why she does some of these things. Some of the vetoes, I totally understand, but some of the other stuff, whether it's the execution and stuff, I feel but like that's every- not a veto. The execution isn't a veto. But still, she never tells us some of the things. She, she does give an explanation of why. Okay, I got you. All right. I'm not worried. You know, again, I would like to know, well, is she really worried that people are going to get sick and die off this? Why, are, why is everybody talking about this? Is it because both sides of the legislature who never get along actually agreed on one thing and I that they put it the on the people. desk of the governor and she said no? I think it's the people. What do you mean the people? Arizona. We love tamales. Right. And but this isn't only tamales. This is just everything you want to you know, make from but your kitchen. It became that. But the whole thing is, I think we... Love a lot of this food, and we're just, this is kind of the thing that's been taken up. They got together for it, and it kind of went viral, you know, free the tamale and stuff like that. That's all it takes is one silly thing, and everybody goes, oh, my God, we got it. But isn't isn't the main takeaway from this story that the only thing our legislature agrees on is this? That's well, it. the main. Th- you know what, Steve? How many bills did she pass? A ton of bills last week, so she had to have Republican buy-in on some of those things. Oh yeah, I don't know how many it was last week. I yeah. know there was one day last week we checked where she signed twenty-nine and vetoed right. ten. I think so. So but she's vetoed like sixty-plus bills. Yeah, I think it's like sixty-three yeah. was the record. It's yeah. a record, and, right? And she's, right. But but so why are we talking about this one? Because this is probably one where she got a little buy-in for Democrats, a lot of buy-in for Republicans, a lot of these things. This seemed to be a lot of buy-in from everybody. Okay, How does, but it's not going to change your life. If she signs it or doesn't sign it, it doesn't change your life at all. You're still going to go buy that example, tamale, right, 
from somebody who makes it at home. You're still going to do it. I so what's the what? Who cares? I think. And it, here's the other thing. Sorry, I'm going to step on you. Here's the other thing. Um, what they were saying is they were going to overturn her because you could do that. You get two thirds of the vote. You overturn it. Yeah. Are we really going to overturn that? If you're a Democrat and you're in the House or you're in the Senate here in Arizona, you, that that's the that's the fight you're going to take. This one. No, I don't think they'll take any fight. But this is the one that doesn't hurt her politically. This is the one that doesn't. It's it's we're we're all joking about it. So her being her being having a veto override doesn't make it so the Democrats don't like her and showing hey we're going to stand up to you. Uh, they don't have the guts to do that anyways. I don't think. No. But this would have been one where she would have went eh whatever. If she would have ever said eh whatever. Well now. I think what it also brings up is when are they going to use uh, that override? When's w- will it happen? No, you don't think it'll happen. Never at all. happen. It'll never happen. It'll never. This happen. could have been something that again doesn't hurt her politically, and nobody really cares about. Uh, you know, nobody's going to get upset that that the that the dem. Nobody's going. I'm voting that Democrat out because they uh, they overrode the governor on this. No, this is one of those things where she could have got away with that. It's not a big deal. That being said, uh, I don't think they'll ever override her unless she does something so egregious, which yeah. I could never see happen. Right. Um, did you watch the Suns game? Because a lot of Arizonans did not. They weren't able to. I did not. Even okay. though I probably could have, I chose not to because <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> oh, jeez, dude. And there was no... Look, the, this is a fun the, series. You're not watching this series? The series is over. Wise man, tell everybody the news. Breaking news. Steve, the wise man. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard, the best player on the Clippers, is yes. going plays. to be out again for game four. I yeah. said yesterday, my prediction was, he's not playing the rest of the series. Yeah. Well, it could be. When he's there and he plays, he's very effective. He may be the best playoff basketball player right now, yeah. and he will never play because he never... He takes off half the year. Yeah, he does. Uh, and they load manage... What is it? Load management is yeah. what they call it? Yeah. They, they kept him out of games, so he would be... Um, ready to play. Ready for the playoffs, and he's out. So the best player in the Clippers is out. That's good news for the Suns. But if you tried to watch the game last night, um, it, t- usually you watch it on TNT. Or you watch it on Bally Sports, or you listen to it on our sister station, 98.7. Yeah. But last night, it was only on Bally Sports. So when I went and turned the TV on, uh, I go to TNT, and they've got the Kings versus the Warriors on. And the reason I'm bringing this up is there was a huge percentage of Arizona that didn't see this game. Because they can't access Bally's. They can't get Bally Sports. Uh. And so if you were to turn the television to TNT last night... It was the Kings and the Warriors, and nobody cares in Phoenix with the Kings and the Warriors. Why doesn't TNT just put the Suns and the Clippers on? Because Why the deal that, that Bali Sports has is you have to be either a subscriber or in an area where you can get Bali Sports. And if you can't, or Bally's, you're not going to get that. And that's ridiculous. I think you can subscribe to them online. Uh, I think you could download an app and probably pay something. For but- Arizonans to not be able to watch a playoff game. If it's regular season... I can almost stomach that. But it's a playoff game. You know what? It's it's like that in every market in the country now. Wow. You know? There it's like that people, in New York with the Yes Network and stuff like that. If you don't have certain things, you're not getting the games like you used to. You're not getting the games. No. They had Los Angeles, the Time Warner. There are places where if you're a Dodger fan, they don't offer Time okay. Warner, so you can't get it. It's they everywhere. Should, they should waive that during the playoffs though. I always thought they did. Yeah. They should waive that. Because when you talk about blackouts, 
you know, the, 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 the blackouts we used to talk about in Arizona were for the Cardinals games. Like when they played at Sun Devil Stadium all those years ago, yeah. no one would go. They'd have like 5,000 people there. And it means that they didn't sell the stadium out. And in the NFL, if you don't sell the home stadium out, the home, the home people at home don't get it on TV. Yeah. Which, Which is fine. It's going to happen. I this think year. we're all. I mean, I know they got new uniforms, but they didn't get a new team. So, uh, but I just, man, that is. A... It's weird because I was really looking forward to seeing the game, and I enjoyed the game. It was a good game. It was closer than it should have been. And Booker is just—he's such a thrill to yeah, watch. Forty-five really, last night. Forty-five. Yeah. yeah, it's a thrill to watch this guy. He's like, one of the greatest athletes I've ever seen in Arizona, and he's just. Scratching the surface. And for people to be at home and want to watch it on TV and they're not able to, I think it's a bunch of BS. Yeah, I think it is. I too. think you should really be upset. I thought in the playoffs that they would do with that they would you gotta watch it, but apparently not. Apparently those contracts go it's probably the finals, the Eastern Conference, the Western Conference finals, and and the final finals. All right. Because well, it's got to be the final. Like if you made it to the finals and you're like you could only watch it on Valley Sports, that would be right? awful. Every sport and every team should do as much as they can to make their games accessible to as many people as possible. Yes. No blackouts. Period. I yeah. love it. Period. Especially in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, do you Suns- remember as a, like during, well, you guys, because the, the Cardinals were so bad, but I remember as a kid, like the Raiders would be close to selling out, like the, they played at the time, like the Coliseum. And. The owner, Al Davis, would because it was going to be blacked out, he would go buy 12,000 tickets so yeah. the game wouldn't be blacked that out. That happens, too. You couldn't do that with the Cardinals back then. You'd no. have to buy 40,000 tickets. <laughs> 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 All right, coming up next. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the next homeless zone. We have one in downtown Phoenix. Where yeah. will the next one be? Will it be in your neighborhood? Stick around. So uh, we're trying to figure out what to do with the homeless here. Uh, Flagstaff saying, well, we've got some hotels. We're just going to start putting them there. We might buy up the hotels and turn them into a homeless shelter, which I'm sure everybody's thrilled by in the neighborhood. If you're living, if because most hotels have hotels next to it. And if you want to talk about a motel, there are people who don't have a home that live there. Yes. There are people who take out a room. We'll stay there a month. Yeah, or six months. Because what they're doing is they're trying to, and we've talked to people like this on the air, they're trying to save up to put down in an apartment. So what do you do? Well, you don't want to live on the street. No No. one wants to do that. You don't want to live out of your car. So you go to a motel, and then you just, you know, you take it out for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, whatever it is. But here's the thing. it's We have people who are homeless on the street. And, you know, we've got we've got, you know, these these cities who who know it's a problem and they're like, okay how do we just erase it? And I think that's what this kind of is. Are you going to get them help or are you just going to stick them in a motel room? That's the the, thing. the, The debate is. Do we get rid of the eyesore of the people living on the side of the streets, right. or do we really try to help them? Well, getting rid of the eyesore sounds like a great plan, uh, but in doing out of that, sight, you would, out of mind, but it's not helping it's them. It's not helping to the them. Next. And the other side of it is, you're also using taxpayer money to put people in an area that they're probably not going to take care of, that they may not even be able to function in normal society. And what is that going to do in, in that situation? That's not going to help anybody. I think it just gets you off the street. That's it. Okay. All right. Here. 
here's a pro if you're a homeless person. You're not on the street anymore. I mean, we don't want these people on the street. No. They're human beings. You know, I'm just thinking. I know what's happening in Flagstaff, but let's say we did this in, in Phoenix, right? At least I'll have the AC. Because you, you can't live on the street in Phoenix at 1.15 in the afternoon. And no, I'm, saying, I'm, I'm saying 1.15 p.m. and 1.15 the temperature. So it, it makes it more comfortable for the person who's homeless. But is that like the best uh, – is that the is that the best solution? No. Because if you don't put them through classes and – Well, first and foremost, if you can't get them the mental help they need or the drug help they need to help them get off something, getting them classes, doing stuff like that means nothing. Because I've seen this in San Francisco, Los Angeles, San Diego, Portland. They go and they do something like this, and what ends up happening is they trash the place, nobody ever gets help, and it becomes just a place that becomes a drug den. So, so do you put the people in these hotels – if you're on drugs, you don't get to, you don't get to go. Here's the other thing: you, are you gonna are you gonna drug test them? In some of these places, See, they don't. They just want them off the streets. Well, that's not gonna help. And that, that they, they right. don't care if they do drugs. Just we don't want you to do it on the corner. All right. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals unveiled their uh, new uniforms last night. I thought it was very did interesting. Did they unveil a new team? They did not. Okay. There were, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, about nine or ten players on this big stage. Uh, and I knew uh, Kyler Murray and uh, James Conner, who's our good friend who stopped by our broadcast. Absolutely. Super pals Bowl. with us. Otherwise, I didn't really know who any of these other players are. It's going to be that kind of thing. Um, but I thought it was interesting that they did it the same night the Suns were on. Well, they it's knew nobody a, could see the Suns game, so well, they might as well look at the uniforms. But you know what? It's almost an unwritten rule. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let let the team in the playoffs, you know what I mean? Like, Do we need a fashion them, show at night from there, a football team that's far? It, the, was the, a fa- it was a fashion show. It was an absolute fashion show. They had a runway and everything, and they've got the white uniforms, the red, and the black. And I'm just saying this uh, as, a, as a fan of the Arizona Cardinals, as a now former season ticket holder, because I'm not buying season tickets again. Uh, if they were to walk on the field next year and I, w- I was there and they wore these uniforms, I wouldn't know the difference. No, I, I saw I saw I a couple no of pictures and I thought it's the same. It kind of looks the same. It's the same. It's almost the same. I know that there are a few little things that are different. Like Arizona is now on the front of the red jersey. Oh, well, that should that should but scare the other team. But it's almost like. You know, the Cardinals have nothing to brag about right now. No. The people want to, you know, Buda Baker's their best player, and he wants out. Yep. D-Hop is out. He's going to be gone. J.J. Watt retired. The, the Cardinals had several good players leave for free you got agency. A coach. you got a coach. Nobody knows who he is. And you've got a so quarterback you, that people, I think, have soured on, and I don't think people are thrilled by where this is going. And he's going to be hurt for the first half of the year. Yeah. So what do you do? Well, you put out something. You can't get the players right now. So what you do is you put out new uniforms. All I'm saying is they look the same to me. They look exactly the, the same. I, I wouldn't have noticed anything different. And I know that there are slight differences. But everybody keeps telling me, oh, it's a clean look. It's a clean look. What does that it mean? Wasn't a, a clean it means look? that it was less less design, less, you know, They're things. boring. It's boring. Eh, you know, I don't know. I and mean, I look, know. if you're going to make a splash, if your team sucks, yeah. make a splash. Make them purple. Put feathers on them. Do something. Put red feathers <laughs> on them. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, goodness. Red feathers on them. All right, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how they do in those uh, new uniforms next season. Uh, Grammy Award-winning artist uh, Seal 
It's heading to uh, Arizona Financial Theater on uh, April 25th. Limited tickets available. You can register, win a pair now. Uh, visit the contest page, ktar.com. Hey, up next, something we like to call story time. Uh, we've given you 19 hours, 45 minutes of news this week. So coming up next, uh, we will share something from our crazy personal lives. Stick around. It's story time on the Gatos and Chat Show. After giving you 19 hours and 45 minutes of news this week, the guys give you an inside look at their personal lives. That's right. It's time to get all warm and fuzzy on the show on a fantastic Friday. You mind if I go first? Please do, sir. You know what? My wife loves the beach. It's one of the first things I, I learned about her when we were dating like 12 years ago. We got married 10 years ago. But she loves uh, the beach. And on one of our like uh, first five dates or something, we had gone out to like lunch or something like that. And we walked past this store that had like, you know, it sold like uh, little things that you put in homes like antiques and all that kind of stuff. And we yeah. walked by the window and there was this piece of art in the window. And the piece of art had beach stuff on it. And it said beach, right? Okay. So I looked at it. It's like a little, almost like a little picture frame, right? Had beach stuff in it. I said, I'm going to buy that for you. And she's like, well, what do you, what do you mean? And I said, uh, you know, one day, you know, we're going to get a beach house together. And she laughed and it was kind of a joke. We went in and I bought it. Okay. It was like, you know, it was like 10 bucks, right? About six years ago, my wife wanted to go to Rocky Point, And I said, absolutely not. She goes, well, I've gone down there a million times. Why don't you want to go? Well, I said, it's not safe. Because, you know, you and I are in the news. We read all this stuff about Mexico. Yes. Right? She's like, listen, I'm going with the kids. You know, if you're, if, <laughs> if you're not going to go, you're not going to go. And I'm like, well, I, I can't just let them go. So it's almost like ripping the Band-Aid off fast. I'm like, okay, let's go. We'll go to Rocky Points. Three and a half hours, four hours away. It's the easiest trip ever. Everything I thought about Mexico or Rocky Point, it was all garbage. It's safe. It's fun. And we would, you know, for many years, go to Rocky Point. And the joke was, well, we'll buy a, one of these days. We'll buy, you know, a, a little uh, a beach shack sometime. And that's what we did. You bought a beach shack. We bought, we bought a little shack on the beach, my friend. Oh, my Lord. And uh, so now we've got, uh, you know, a place. To get, you know, a lot of people have like a, a place they go up north and where they go to Munns Park or they like Flagstaff or Prescott. We like the beach. There's nothing wrong with that. So there was this little place, right? And uh, totally lowballed them. <laughs> and it worked. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. So the first thing my wife puts up in uh, our little uh, shack. She still got it? That picture. That picture. That sat in our garage for 10 years, covered up by something. We had to, you know, wash it off and all that kind of thing. And she got the hammer. She put it up. And I said, see, I told you. I told you we'd get one together. So you have to come down and check it out. All right. Well, it's a tiny little place. It's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful down there. Story time in the Gatos and Chad show. We have capitulated with our, our youngest. She's a four and a half, and she really wants to be a YouTube star. <laughs> right. And we have been pushing it off, and we have been pushing it off. And next week, I will bring in some, some of the raw audio and fun she's doing at oh. four and a half already, doing flips and then going to the camera. Hey, guys, welcome to my, welcome to my YouTube channel. Make sure you prescribe. <laughs> prescribe? <laughs> so we were laughing, but she, she knows how to do it. She's like, go hit the like button. This, we don't even have any. She just, she gets it already. Oh, my gosh. And so we said, all right. So my uncle and I put together an open for her, and we're going to allow her to start 
start doing videos. We're going to edit up for her. And it is just so funny because we're sitting there because we had my friend had a guy who worked for him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, he quit. And he goes, he goes, dude, my, my camera guy quit. And he goes, why did your camera guy quit? He goes, well, his kid's doing stuff. And he goes, what do you mean his kid's, his kid's doing stuff on YouTube? And he was telling me the story. And this was like six years ago. His kid turned out to be Ryan from Ryan's Toys. Wow. And so, uh, you know, and it was funny because the guy didn't really want to do it. Now Ryan makes God, he's like the highest paid YouTuber of all time outside of Mr. Beast. So uh, we don't think that for Charlie, but she just lives for the camera. The other kids all want to be YouTube stars. This is what I've noticed about kids across the board. Uh But they're terrified to do it because they're terrified people make fun of them. She doesn't care. She thinks it's funny. She falls on her butt. She thinks it's funny. So we've said, and she's like, Dad, you need to edit my She Earlier today, I called. I said, what are you guys doing? And I hear in the back, Dad, are you going to edit my videos tonight? I'm like, oh, my God, already. Mom made a bunch of videos. <laughs> you go back and look at some of these kids who started out, and they're just all imagination. Now they've got big productions and stuff, you know, but hers is all imagination. So you will meet Nina. And Nina may be a block. Nina may be a doll. Nina is a piece of wood. Yes, that's orange. That little Charlie carries around and calls her doll. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Sister, daughter, all kinds of stuff. She'll be sitting there and I'll walk by and listen to her. She's like talking to the wood. She's like, no, I don't want pancakes. (laughs) And I'm like, wow. Oh my goodness, Nina. Yes. So I like that she has such a great imagination. Gee, she's not your kid, is she? No, no, she's not. She's totally my kid. We love this. Of course. That's story time. Every week we give you 19 hours and 45 minutes of news. And, you know, at the end of the show, we like to uh, change it up a little bit, give you something from our personal lives. We'll be back on Monday. Becky Lynn is up next to Arizona's Evening News. We're fun. Deal with it.